Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Uh, last time we saw our players, they were wrapping up their adventures in the town of Ivanborough by bringing back the body of Marcy, the tour guide that was unfortunately swallowed by a giant snake that the party killed and uh, perished within that giant snake. Uh, Damien broke the news to her mother. Everyone dealt with some individual errands before meeting back up at the tavern to discuss some information that Damien got from Marcy's mother, Eleanor. They then separated again and Chatwin and Rubo went to do their own thing to fuck up the mayor of this town <laughs> <laughs> that they hate, while Damien yeah. and Felthu remained in the tavern discussing the burial ceremony. <laughs> two very different nights. Yes, two very different nights going on. But we will come back to one of those nights as we head to Chatwin. Last we left you, you had separated from Rubo to do your own thing. Uh, so, after Rubo has left to go get the uniforms, I just kind of stand in front of the town hall with my hands on my hips for a minute, just kind of looking up at it. And I carefully remove my big overcoat, fold it up very nicely, and set it, set it on the ground. Um, take off my bag and just set that next to the coats, and just kind of look up at the canvas before me and carefully take out the small little paint set that I have with me. <laughs> I set it before me. Okay. I am going to, in just red paint on the front door, I'm going to write in big blocky letters Death by inaction still makes you a murderer. <laughs> On the front doors of the town hall. And is there a place at, at like the, uh, well, I can just hang it up. It's fine. Um, and just kind of, <laughs> I'm just going to get a good spot right above the message that I painted where I can hang up the pink uniform. Um, just kind of get that as prepared as possible. Um, after I finish painting the message, I'll kind of stand back and just look at it. I think this will, I think this will do. Uh, I mean, I still have to go talk to some of the other uh, people within the town and let them know that um, their mayors are shitheads, but I mean, I think it'll do fine, don't you? I mean... I think this sends a very clear message. I was honestly worried that it wasn't going to fit on the door, but you squeezed it in very well and very skillfully. Have you done this before? Yes, I took many calligraphy classes in my youth. Oh no, I meant the defacing buildings oh. for the sake of rebellion. No, I didn't really have much to rebel against when I was on the aisle, so... You know what? I think it needs one more thing. I'm going to remove the glove from my right hand, walk up to the door, and in the center, right underneath the message, I'm going to burn another handprint <laughs> into the wood of the door. And Senthevek's going to pop up again and go, Ooh, ooh, wait, can I do this one? Don't actually set it on fire. Just singe it. Okay? I I will singe it very skillfully. Okay, because we need the message to be there. If it burns down, then the message won't be there. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm going to hesitate for a moment and relinquish control of my right hand. And um, you watch as the hand sort of twitches and flexes for a moment, kind of twists at an awkward angle, trying to figure out exactly where this handprint should go before the hand... And it's weird because you only sort of half feel it as it's under Santhavec's control. Uh, lays flat against the wood. And you feel the slight heat of the fire as a very quick flare-up occurs underneath your hands. 
And you see a little bit of the wood has sort of immediately turned to ash with the severity of the <laughs> the flare that came up. But um and your hand kind of sinks into the door a little as mm. some ash kind of falls out from around the sides of it before she finally pulls it back and it dissipates. You see the hand twitch for a moment and she reluctantly gives back the control to you and it's like did I do good? Is the silhouette of the hand that she makes does it look different from the silhouette of the hand that I normally make? That's what I'm curious about even though it's <laughs> technically the same hand it's also very not the same hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it definitely looks like the silhouette of your hand although you can see just in how it was burnt. Mm. The the pressure is greater in different areas. She puts more pressure in like the bottom of like the heel of the palm as opposed to you put more pressure in the fingers when you burn things. So it it's the same size. Yeah. But the pressure Love points it. are different and it's Love charred it. in different places. I think this is going to work beautifully. I think this is fantastic. Um and we're skipping down after this, so who gives a fuck? If he, you know, he probably is going to know that it was me immediately, but who fucking cares about it, right? That is fair. I mean, the whole point is to scare him into doing the right thing, no? Right, of course. And if he's not scared into doing the right thing, then I'm going to incite rebellion within this town, and they're not going to put him back in office, so. Wonderful. Yeah, good plan, good plan. Uh, I'll wait for Rubo to return. <laughs> I was about to say, at about that time, Rubo, you would walk up as Chatwin is sort of standing there. Once again, you hear her, you hear a little bit of muttering as you walk up on her, admiring her handiwork, but you don't make out exact words. I kind of jog up and I take it, kind of take it in and I go, wow, Chatwin, hmm. <sighs> you did this? Yes. I kind of shake my head for a second. And I look up and you see a single tear rolling down my cheek. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Rue, are you okay? <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> I put, Sorry. I put, <laughs> you got the uniforms? Yeah, yeah, they're right here. I got two of them. Okay, fantastic work. Excellent, excellent. I put my glove back on, and I'm just going to mage hand. Um, I'm assuming just the uniform is pretty light. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm just going to mage hand the uniform and hang it above the message high enough that it cannot easily be taken down. Um, and just... Okay. Want once it's kind of like hung up on the town hall right above the message, um, just kind of stand back with Rubo and just admire it for a minute. Okay, what are you hanging it on? Um, I think, uh, I need to check and see. It's a good question. <laughs> I should have something in my inventory. Can I try to do something crazy? <laughs> uh, I pull out a crowbar. Oh <laughs> Can I try to like throw a crowbar hard enough into the building that it jabs in um make me an athletics check a crowbar is a useful <laughs> thing Rubo. <laughs> i just and a full third all right athletics disadvantage hold on <laughs> that's quite literally cocked that was like seriously cocked on a 20 oh that's a that's a big old two minus a one. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> oh Amazing. Um, you uh, planning on sort of saving the day by throwing this crowbar up there and giving it something to hang off of. You, as if you were throwing a javelin, just hold up your arm and whoosh. And the crowbar goes flying about a foot and then falls and clangs on the ground in the in the dark. I go, okay, 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 okay. That's a bad plan. That's a bad plan. I start yeah. digging through my pack again. Wait, wait, wait. No, I have this. I have this. I have this. And I have uh, pitons, right? Is that what they're called? Pitons? Oh, oh, yes. for climbing. That's perfect. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. new plan. Uh, new just plan. boost me up. Yeah, you yeah. boost me up. You stand on my and shoulders. I my, and I, I pull out a hammer. I was like, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll put it in. Okay, okay. You get on my shoulders. I'll hold you up. You hammer it into the wall. Okay, we can do this. This is great. I'm going. To okay, I, I scale. I quickly scale up, Chatwin. Yeah, I'm gonna try to hold him up on my shoulders so he can. Hammer All right, him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need you to make you to make me a strength check. Uh, to be able to hold, I do him up. canonically weigh like 115 pounds. To be fair, not athletic. Yes, <laughs> yes, you can roll athletics. Oh, thank God. Yes, you are very that's a little light, higher. But okay, but I don't know that Chatwin's Ooh! much heavier, if at all. 18 plus four, 22 athletics to hold him up on my shoulders. <laughs> nice. What? <laughs> I actually have some muscles under this. Yes. <laughs> you summon your actual muscles and lift Rubo up so that he is facing the exact point where you wanted the uniform. I go, oh, Chapman, you're really strong. You, you know, you could give me a piggyback right next time we're walking pretty far. At all. Ding. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's be quick because someone's gonna hear this and we're gonna have to take off so can i do like a backflip off of chat one acrobatics check please <laughs> oh my god please land on your face <laughs> okay acrobatics better but also a disadvantage because my heavy ass armor indeed okay that first one was good second one not as good uh plus two so that's only gonna be a 12 <laughs> Yeah, you you manage the backflip, but you do stumble as you land and nearly fall face first in the dirt. Fuck. That was, seemed way cooler in my head. All right, what let's go. What was that? Okay, let's go. I grab my stuff when we run. Take off into the night. Indeed you do. Oh, can I turn around and run back and pick up my crowbar so we're not leaving oh, yeah. evidence at the car? <laughs> yes, you can go grab your crowbar. As you, and then and, I take off. And as you two flee from the scene, we cut over to our two fellows still at the bed and breakfast, uh, sipping wine and moonshine. Very interesting combination. Uh, Thelthu, Damien, what are you up to? Well, I'd imagine we either be getting ready to go bury her, Marcy? Yes, or... Marcy. We're doing that now. We're waiting for everyone else. I'm not sure. But Delthu's ready to give a sermon. Nice. Uh, and he'd just be like, yeah, so I'm not necessarily good with gods and all that kind of stuff. And Right now, we're just waiting for her mother to show up so we can go bury her. If she don't show up till later, we can, we can try to get some rest and maybe do it tomorrow. All right. That sounds good. Damien, did you tell her to meet you at the and breakfast or did you tell her that that's where you would i told her that's where i would be okay after a little bit you'd be hanging around the birthday party that was there would uh disperse hang on emma oh, wait wait real quickly how do we not get ourselves involved into this birthday party emma keeps mentioning i feel like emma introduced some cool birthday <laughs> party thing and we skipped it oh my god you're right <sighs> Oh my god. <laughs> Rubo, we're heading back. We just committed minor vandalism. We're going back. You know. You, you I just know. real like I heard it the first time and like glazed over it. And now I was like I was like, what kind of cool thing did yeah, we just too. You guys picked your picture poison. Yep. Damn. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but as these drunken men kind of stumble out of the bar, you watch as Eleanor uh ducks in dressed in all black and what appears to be her morning clothes a black cloak wrapped around her to fend off the cold and you see her kind of glance around and her eyes lock with you damien and she uh walks over quickly it's like i'm i'm sorry i wasn't sure if you were meeting me at the cemetery or if i was supposed to come here and fetch you but i'm ready whenever you are all right. You ready, lad? Oh, um, uh, yes, yes. I believe so. All right, lead the way, ma'am. And she nods and leads you guys back through the the bed and breakfast doors 
down the rows and rows of small houses that all seem incredibly uniform in the darkness of night. You escape the the dirt paths of the town. The uniform rows of houses are replaced with uniform rows of headstones as you make your way into the graveyard um, at the town's edge. She walks over to where she has sort of started a new column of graves, stands next to a sort of empty area, the cloak-wrapped body placed essentially where she would like the hole dug. Yep. And he's just like, all right. Do you need me to get you a shovel or anything? Nah, don't worry about it, Mom. He's gonna pull out his hammer and kind of, like, push the hammer into the dirt and start moving the dirt with his, you know, stupid strength stats. Okay. Um, So I need to make a check of some kind. Yes, I would like you to make a strength check, please, if you're just going to move dirt with a hammer. Yep. I mean, it's either that or I use my thunder gauntlets, which also work. Uh, Don't worry, I got this. I will punch the earth and dig this hole. That's a, that's a 19. Yeah, you pull out your hammer and she looks at you kind of confused for a second until you start hammering into the earth and the earth responds. Within fairly little time, you're able to, by hammering the earth as if you were hammering a piece of metal, dig your grave. Once the grave's dug, he's like, um, my, my friend here is like, uh, a priest for, uh, what was his name? Horakosh? That's right. So uh, I asked him if he'd be willing to give a sermon if you're, if you're the religious type. Well, we weren't incredibly religious, but anything said to lead her into her next life would be much appreciated. Of, of course. He'll kind of step kind of close to the side of the grave. Stand there awkwardly for a second, because one, he's not a priest. Two, he has no idea what he's doing. Um, and then just start speaking. This one is at rest, and now joins countless others amongst the stars. Her soul shines amongst the heavens. Her, labor, her labors are at an end. She is at rest but will be seen forever above. May Horakash enshrine her amongst his creations. And I'll kind of just bow his head. Or bow his head and then look up to the stars. Presumably at the chalice if it's still visible. It is. You watch one of the brighter stars kind of shimmer in what seems to be approval as Eleanor kind of bows her head to sort of agree with you before walking over, sort of scooping up her daughter, moving to place her into the grave. She very gingerly scoops some of the dirt into her hands and sort of gently sprinkles it over the body. I will see you soon, my dear. Mommy loves you. And... She kind of looks to the both of you and says, It's usually custom here for everyone to put a handful of dirt on the the body before it's reburied fully. Alright. He's gonna scoop out a bit of dirt. Place it over the body, like, very gently and big. Sorry, loss. Sorry we didn't make it done. Dathu does the same doesn't add anything and with that um eleanor will nod and look to damien and say thank you again wasn't the problem ma'am i'm glad she got rest as am i although i could use a little help putting the rest of the dirt on (laughs) 
Not a problem. He's gonna help barrier. And then, once the body is fully covered, Eleanor will go back over and sort of pat down the last of the dirt to make sure it's solid. No animals are gonna try and get in there and get at her little girl. She kind of looks, nods and thanks at Damien again and says, I, I'm probably going to stay out here a little longer. All right. If you two have other duties to attend to, please don't let me keep you. Just be careful out here, okay? I will. Will you be alright in the dark? Or do you possibly need help seeing? I don't know how long you plan on staying, but... Um, I... Probably not too much longer, but... And she kind of looks up at the stars and is like... I think the light of the stars is all I need for right now. I'll just kind of nod. Damien's gonna head off. Alright. And Delthos, you watch her kind of kneel down next to the the grave once again. We jump back to Chatwin and Rubo as you flee from your shenanigans. <sighs> We like arriving oh, outside oh, the bar, like from sprinting away, and I'm like, okay, oh, oh okay, okay, Ooh. great, we're good, we're great. That was cool. Uh, yeah, you think the guys are inside? We can uh have a drink, and I'll, I'll we can we'll step think... into the bar, and uh, I'll see if Fine. I see the guys or anything. Um. You two step into the bar, and it's basically empty except for the bartender, sort of hmm. um, what's cleaning what's glasses. Um, it's much later in the evening now. Hmm. It's probably around like eleven o'clock. Okay, um, oh, they ditched us. You see, cool. Ethan, Ethan also wiping down um, tables around the bar. Excellent. And he gives to... you kind of a nod. Yeah. Do you have anything else you're doing tonight, Rubo? No, not at all. I'm free. Okay, great. You want to come along? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to go up to Ethan and just kind of sit at the table that he's wiping down. Hello. I sit down next to Chatwin and cross my fingers also. <laughs> <laughs> Back so soon? I got to the first step needed done of what I needed to get done. Um, but you remember our conversation from earlier, right? About the mayor. Right. Right. Yeah? What of it? Um, so we found uh, Marcy, her remains, along with the remains of all the tourists that had gone missing. Um, they had been tragically uh, killed. And I offered him solutions on how to prevent it in the future. And he refused to follow through with any of those solutions because it would hurt the personal profit that he makes. And also his pride. So, I left him a little bit of a message. But I think that, as I am not a resident of this town, neither of us are, I think that all of you need to remove him from his seat of power and make sure he never returns to this. Hmm. Well, we'll do our best. Um. Uh, some avenues that you can take. Um, you can meet up with Eleanor, Marcy's mother. I'm sure if you tell her the truth about his feelings towards the situation, she would, without a doubt, be on your side. You can um, go over to the tourism agency, her co-workers, speak with them, see how they feel about the mayor abandoning their friend and their co-worker to die in the hands of some beast in the woods. Along with not only the, not only Marcy, but the tourists, the families, the children, all of them that had been consumed, all of them that turned out dead. It's, it's a problem that's, can be handled, but you will need to get these people on your side. But I don't think that should be too hard. That's fair. Just to play devil's advocate a little, because I've learned we have to do that with this guy because he thinks up everything. Mm. 
what happens if he brings up the fact that he hired you guys to fix it? Um, then you can remind him that we did fix it. He was not the one going into the woods. He, he was not the one that slayed the beast. He was not the one that returned the body of a child to her mother. We did it. And if he then? so desires to have a seat of power, then he can be the one who does the dirty work to protect his citizens. Being the mayor of this city does not mean he gets to sit and look pretty and spend the funds however he likes. It means that one of his jobs is to protect all of you and provide for you, and he has not been doing that. Alright. I'll start spreading the word. We'll see how many people we can get to vote against him. Absolutely. Um, also, you want hell you know of a birthday lives? present? Oh, yes. <laughs> do you know where he lives, by the way? Uh, well, none of us have really tried going to his house just because he he sticks to the city hall most times and is pretty private. Hmm. But think he lives in the first house on the far right well um rubo can i have that other uniform that you grabbed of course here you go I'll pull oh, down my bag. thank you um i will hand it off to him um if you get the chance you can leave that on his doorstep just as a bit of a message coincides with the one we left in town hall all right I'll see if I can swing by on my way home after I finish cleaning up here. Good man. Uh, I believe that's all I had for you. Uh, unfortunately, it seems we're going to be heading out pretty soon. We were always planning on just passing through and assisting all of you however we could. Um, it seems we've taken care of the immediate problem. There may be something else to it, but to follow up with that leads, it's uh, we do have to leave town. So... I wish I could stay and help. Unfortunately, our current investigation leads us elsewhere. Alright, no worries. Well, if I ever do see you back around here, hopefully it's when we get a new mayor. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, but that is all for now. If um, our two friends come back you can just let them know um i don't know rubo if you have anything else to do tonight but i think i'm going to retire uh for the night um may as well uh there's no uh shitting on doorsteps to be done right i mean feel free i'm certainly not going to stop you i probably won't participate but i'm not i'm not going to try very hard to stop you Honestly, that would tonight. probably freak him out more than the shirt. Hmm. Well, unless I know where, <laughs> figure out where he stays exactly, I'm going to be having to shit on every doorstep, and I'm not a machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm for, I'll swing by and get you up in the morning, Rubo. Um, we... And get uh, Damien and Phil through, just so we can understand if we're leaving in the morning for the monastery or if there's anything else that needs to be done here. Uh, for now, though, I'm, I am going to retire. Yeah, I think Rubo will just be like, all right. Well, I guess uh, you guys will probably wake me up early again, so I guess I'll go to bed uh, early tonight. Wow. Yeah. All right, could use go. some sleep. Oh, yes. Fuck, we could use some sleep. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'll bid goodnight uh, to Ethan and um, go to my room and uh, do my ritual. Lock, barricade the door, cover up the mirrors if they aren't already. Um, I think tonight I'm going to sleep on the floor in the corner with my back to the wall. Um because I don't feel very good. Huh. Especially after Sandovec took over my hand. And there was that hesitation before she gave it back to me. So I'm going to mm -hmm. sleep very guarded tonight. And she would kind of 
once again, actually, before you go to sleep, sort of pop back in and say, Oh, yes, I did want to thank you for letting me do that. As you're no, kind of yes. thinking about it. Of course, I have. Uh, you know, coexistence is sort of a thing that we have to get used to. I don't think either one of us is getting out of this arrangement anytime soon. I mean, we've spent years in it, so hmm. apparently not. No. When do you think we will find that library? Hopefully in the next major town. I'm hoping that the monastery, uh, they seem like they may be learned people. So I, I ideally, when we get there, we can get some books and um, learn about some things. I sure hope so. Because we've spent too long ignoring this little problem and I would very much like to have my own body. I go to bed thinking about the Andrus Isle and the beach. And as always, <laughs> Santa Vec manages to twist it into a horrific nightmare halfway through the night. Yeah. <laughs> Rubo, how are you preparing for bed? Uh, no, I think I think he just like makes his way over to the bar, asks for a glass full of that moonshine, not just a little shooter of it, and he just makes his way up mm -hmm. to bed and, and sips it down, nods out. And as the two of you head to bed, uh, Thelthu, Damien, you would return to an empty tavern, the barkeep still finishing up cleaning glasses in the back. Uh, Ethan would have made his way to wiping down the front desk, dusting it off, reorganizing some stuff, and he would turn around when you guys come in and be like, oh, you guys are the friends of Chatwin and that other dude, right? Suppose friends. Companions. And he kind of raises an eyebrow at that and then just kind of shrugs and is like, well, whatever you guys are, she said to tell you that they went to bed early. I see. Something about finishing up all their business for the evening. So don't wait up for them. Uh, doesn't sound like too bad of a plan. Getting a little shy could be good. No, not at all. You need me to get you a room, Thalthu. Oh, no, no. Um, especially after all of what just happened. I think it's very important that I spend the night under the stars. You did notice that the one that, that shone a bit brighter, right? And he kind of, like, smiles. I, I probably didn't, but I, I also don't know what I would have been looking for if I did. Mm -hmm. That's fair, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> right. Um, but I will see you in the morning. Oh, see you in the morning, lad. No. Turn out and walk out to that uh, that tree he found. Alrighty. Uh, you head to your tree to prepare for an evening's rest. Gazing up at the stars. Damien, what are you doing to prep for bed? Uh, he's probably just gonna go into the room, make sure that the bed's tidy, the room's somewhat clean, and then lay down, get ready to sleep. Alrighty. Rubo's probably still awake when Damien comes in. Because are we still sharing a room, Damien? Yeah, probably. I, I, as you come in, I just see you're kind of solemn with that. And I think I just kind of wordlessly like hold my glass of moonshine out to give you a drink of it before bed. You take it. And then I just kind of nod and let you lay down. Thanks a lot. Anytime, anytime, big man. I'm honestly surprised you're in here. I figured you would have gone with your lady friend. You know, I just... I don't know. Maybe, you know, I, I, I like to have some fun, but... Not, uh... It's not really my thing. It's more of a, uh... Flirting kind of thing. I enjoy the, the fun and... I don't know, I guess working people over uh, it's something I'm pretty good at and like to flex it every now and then. You like seeing the reactions you get out of people. Yeah, I suppose that uh, 
not everyone. I don't know. It says, is it rude to say as smart as I can be? I, <laughs> I know I seem very dumb most of the time, but I feel like I'm when it comes to talking to people, I'm pretty good at it. I don't think you're dumb. I think you're young and inexperienced, but that's also something that all stage all of us go through. So I wouldn't say you're dumb. I'd say you just got to put a few more years under your belt. You'll turn out all right. I think I'll turn out all right too. But yeah, like I said, it's less of a actually wanting to and more of just seeing where it could take me. I I will give you a warning, though. Don't piss off the wrong girl. Trust me, lad, it would not end well for you. (laughs) You should be glad we're not where I'm from. (laughs) What do you mean? Uh, Yeah, pissing off girls is something that uh, I've quite experienced in. And uh, I'd say many of them may not be very happy with me. (sighs) Ah. Well, here's the new beginnings, eh? True words, never spoken. And I'll, uh, cheers up the, like, uh, glass of moonshine, take another sip, and then pass it over to him. He drinks them as well, and he's like, oh, fuck, that's good. I'll kind of silently wait as, uh, Damien starts to nod off, and right as he's, like, I, he's kind of starting to doze, I'm like, you think since we had so much to drink, we're going to sleep in any later in the morning? Uh, lad, sleep in as late as you want tomorrow. I don't think I got it in me to wake you up. Hell yeah. Start <laughs> <laughs> snog logs. Fair enough. And as both of you drift off for the evening, um, you all take your rests. Sleep peacefully waiting for your deeds of the night before to be discovered. Who's waking up first? Um, uh, probably me and Thalfi, right? I mean, we yeah, sleep especially, at least. Yeah, especially since I am outside. Yeah, indeed. Alright, so let's start with you, Thalfi. What are you doing to start your morning as you sort of watch the town come to life as the the stars are blotted out by the sun? Yeah, he um, probably rubs his eyes for a bit because I'd like to imagine he spent most of the night just staring at the chalice, kind of in in awe, in in thanks, and in, in recognition. He's very happy about the star shining at him. But does he hear any commotion or anything going on in the town? <laughs> um, make me a perception check. Sure. I just want to bring my sheet up. Okay. I think it's a nine. Uh, yeah, it's a nine. All right. Um, you don't hear too much. You hear some, uh, a few like louder voices. Um, the town definitely looks more crowded from the tree than it normally would be. Like on the mornings that you've seen it, you definitely do see a bit of a crowd gathering near the, uh, city hall. But you can't make out any details from where you are. Okay. Was the city hall on the way to the bed and breakfast? Or are they two separate sides of town almost? Uh, Two separate sides of town. The city hall would be kind of off to the far side. Whereas the um, the bed and breakfast, you would be kind of camping out in a tree right by it. So. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um. Yeah, he'll go into the bed and breakfast, probably stop in front of the door for a second, intending to wait for everyone outside, then remember, oh wait, it's fine if he goes in, and go to the bar area to presumably wait for everyone else. Alrighty. And chat when you'd be next up, as Santhafex screams at you in your head again, Chatfin, it's first ah! light, get up! I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, handiwork. That's what I was going to do today. Gonna go look at things. Gonna go try not to 
cause trouble. Okay. Right, I mean, you caused plenty of trouble last night. Get all my stuff on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on. Um, I'll walk out and I'll leave um, Damien and Rubo in there. I'll let them sleep. Um, I'm going to determine the damage, how much damage I did in eyes of the public before I, you know, tell them, oh, we got to go. So when I go downstairs, I see Thelthu, I'm guessing? Yes, you would see him waiting in the bar area. Okay. Um, I'll skitter on up to him. Thelthu. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come look at something with me? Oh, I, I noticed a bunch of people looking outside at something, but I decided to come here to get everyone first. Were, uh, they, at the, were sure. they at the town hall? I believe so. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, let's let's go look at that. I'll link my arm with his. Okay, let's go look at that. <laughs> all, all right. To... Be quiet. <laughs> We're just going to go and... look at things. It's fine. And as you guys are starting to head out, Damien, you probably would have woken up by this point. Nope. He's sleeping in today. (laughs) Hungover. Okay. Yeah. Drinking them big moonshine glasses. (laughs) Yesterday was a day. Indeed. And as you sleep in, uh, Chatwin Thelthu, you make your way over towards the town hall where a crowd has now gathered. Um, You see... Everyone kind of pointing at the door, uh, looking, and you see a couple people whisper. You hear a couple people whispering, "Chat when like the door is red. Is it written in blood? Could that be blood? I don't know. Something like this has never happened here before. It could be blood. What if it was that thing that killed Marcy? And it's like a bunch of people speculating about things that could have been done." Excuse me for one moment, Thelthu. Um, Do I see the mayor yet? Like, is he up at the town hall? No, but you see the assistant, like, furiously kind of, like, at the front of the crowd, trying to be like, Go home, everyone. It's fine. Nothing to see here. Um, It's just some classic vandalism. You know, kids. I would like to start to move slowly through the crowd. And... Not make myself super known, but as everybody's gossiping and trying to figure out, oh, what's going on? What's going on? I want to put a few whispers into the pot myself of, um, I heard the mayor didn't want to investigate Marcy's death. I heard the mayor is letting people go into the grove knowing it's dangerous. I heard the mayor refuses to protect, like, very carefully and subtly, just throw some stuff into the gossip pit and let it spread on its own. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll me a quick persuasion check just to see okay. how um, influential these whispers are and how quickly Absolutely. Let's use the pink dice. <laughs> um, so that is 14 plus 4. That's 18 total. All right, um, you watch as you are very methodical about whose ear you choose to whisper in. And as you sort of find the groupings of like gossiping little old ladies or some of the girls who worked at the um the tour agency. Uh, you quickly plant these whispers and even faster they spread to those surrounding as they spread this information not even questioning whether like what authority you have to spread it and very quickly the hushed whispers from the crowd become angry mothers saying how could the mayor (laughs) do this (laughs) and and disgruntled fathers like yeah i would have never let my girl work at that tour agency if i knew she would be going out in a danger what the hell is this (laughs) 
the evil laugh. Oh my god, Gia. <laughs> and soon enough, Belthu, you watch a very quiet crowd turn into a full-on uproar as they're pounding at the doors and uh, demanding to see the mayor who has not arrived yet. Um chat when you now see his assistant Ernie shouting from the the stoop like everyone please calm down the mayor won't be in for another couple hours please just let us do our jobs before I return to Thaothu I want to message the assistant and okay in my messages I just want to add this when I message someone you hear it spoken in my voice, but you hear a second unknown voice saying the exact same thing in unison with my own. Two people speaking at once. And I'm going to message him and tell him, tell the mayor that I warned him about what would happen. He brought this on himself. And I'm going to go and return to the bathroom. Okay, I'm all done. This is all I wanted to see. Um... Did you happen to have anything to do with this? Mm-hmm. I could ask why, but... I, 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 I I'm more than willing to explain it, but probably not in the middle of the angry mob. Things are going to start being thrown soon. It doesn't matter. We're not staying here. Right, of course. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll, he'll offer his arm again. <laughs> Right. Take his arm and we'll stroll yeah. back to the B&B. <laughs> you guys stroll back. Probably would have had to spend another hour or two sipping drinks and hanging out before. Uh... I wake up eventually. Mm-hmm. Kind of stretch, look at the time and be like, oh. Oh, crap, I guess I really did sleep in yesterday. I must have taken it out of me. Hey, Rubo. It's about time to get up. <laughs> Don't make me hit you. He's fully still asleep. <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, picks him up and just starts leaving with him. <laughs> like... <laughs> Not even worth it to wake him up anymore. Perfect. I get more done just by carrying him. Uh, uh, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. I didn't want it. <laughs> if you say so. Oh. I did not. <sighs> Do it, I promise. At this, he's just gonna drop you. <coughs> oh, oh, Damien, where are we? Morning. Where are we? Well, we're still in the tavern for one. That's good. You were you were having a very odd dream. I figured I uh, I'd wake you up from your nightmare. Oh, I don't remember it. That's weird. Hmm. Okay. Oh, coffee. Ugh, I just started like crawling. <laughs> yep. It's like, yeah, let's go get coffee. And Chatwin Thelthu, you would have heard the thump from upstairs. I think Rubo's up. <laughs> <laughs> A few minutes later, Rubo followed by Damien. Will emerge down the stairs. Good coffee. Morning. Coffee. And you seem rather chipper. Lower your voice, I please. I am so- having a good day. I am having a great day. Aren't you having a good day, Rubo? Oh my god! I say, getting real close to his face. <laughs> the bartender. I'm like days. You see, but he's like fully spinning. He's coffee. Hmm. Uh, we should leave town to go to the monastery soon to further investigate the monastery uh, assuming all of you are still on the same level wanting to continue 
Well, I suppose we we could, but um, well, I do want to go to the Sparkling Grove, as I know we all mentioned before. Mm-hmm. That is all all of our goals in one way. I mean, do you not to sound rude, but is this any of our business? No, I see what you're saying, Theothu. Uh I just figured, you know, what we saw when we found Marcy's remains and the snake, it was a little strange, and it seems like it goes on to the monastery. Um, and I mean, that's the main motivation for wanting to go to the monastery. I would like to go and visit it um, just to see them, talk to the people there, see if they have any libraries or um, literature I could research. Uh, isn't it, but isn't the main it in the grove? Is, Mm-hmm. So we're going in there anyway. I mean, we gotta have we gotta have someone thing to head towards. Do you have something else that you want to take care of, uh, Theothu? Oh no, just um, I mean the the center of the grove and all mm-hmm. that. At least mm-hmm. that is where I think I should be heading, according to the spirits. All that time ago, I well, not all the stars. Am I normally? No, you're you are correct, but um, well. I have started this, well, I didn't start that journey, this journey in that sense, but I'd come across someone who told me to... Theotho, really, really quickly, Spartan really Pro. quickly, Theotho, I'm so sorry. You gotta just not scream, please. <laughs> oh, all, all right. Um, he has a hangover. Mm-hmm. It means he drank too much. I see. Um, it's really loud right. when you scream at me, and I. Okay, I th- we're good. Sips on the coffee. <laughs> so I spoke to a woman who spoke to the spirits, who told me to go to the grove to plant new roots, among other things, and that is what I intend to do. Okay. But uh, I suppose doing these things uh, aren't terrible. The stars did speak to me last night. Well, not fit literally, but... Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Did you gain any insights? Um, no, that... Uh, other than perhaps I gave a good sermon. Yeah, we we buried Marcy yesterday. Hmm. And uh, I figured since he was, you know, the, the godly type, that maybe, maybe he could say a prayer for her soul or something. And he said that the stars lit up, which I, I think means that it worked. So that's a good thing. Well, I mean, uh, it, depending on how close the monastery is to the center of the grove, if it's on the way or if it's a little past it, then absolutely. <laughs> I think if we're going deep into the grove, if it's if we're able to get to the center where you need to go, it shouldn't be too hard. I think that's something we should definitely put down our list. And, and I am all right doing these side things that aren't that. I think if last night is anything to go by, it might still be my path to do so. Mm. The stars may still guide me there, mm. one way or another. Right. And you have an over uh, an overarching goal for what you're doing out here. I don't really have anything specific I'm trying to do on a scalavant of mine, but so wherever that's wherever you all need to go. I'm perfectly happy to come along and help wherever I can. What happened to the importance of the bucket list? I still am going to, you know, do my the things on my list, but, you know, it's, you know, along the way. There's not anything specific I'm, like, pursuing or I'm just sort of out here doing whatever. Yeah, I'm visiting all the unique places my daughter told me to go. So, and the spark and the sparkling grove is one. So, I'm still there. I'm still planning on going there. Hmm. <coughs> uh, what about you, Rubo? You said you had some things you were trying to acquire, right? Yeah. Yeah, something about a fairy house. Mm-hmm. I thought fairies lived in castles. I need yeah. Um, I, if it's a castle, I don't know how I'm supposed to bring it back, but, um, I do need, wow, guys, 
Please don't let me drink that much ever again. And not that strong stuff, at least. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need a, yeah, a, a fairy house and some sort of animal communication device. I don't know what that means, but it's apparently what I need. Well, you also need a flaming wooden sword. I remember he saying that specifically. Mm-hmm. I like swords. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Sword. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was like a yeah. flaming sword of some sort. Can I just ask, what are these for exactly? You're saying that you have to go get these and like deliver them. I just, I'm, I'm positively, I'm burning with curiosity, Rubo. Oh, it's uh, for a job. I, um, that's the whole reason I came here. I do some work for some people that I may be acquainted with and associated with um, through questionable or unquestionable means sometimes. Mm. And uh, they asked if I could um, try to collect these. They've been good to me. Uh, I think I was possibly going to be murdered and then they said, get out of town, but also go do this job. So that's what I did. So it's like, I don't do, it's like, you don't even know like what they're for. People just asked you to get them for them. And it's, is it like a job or did they threaten yeah. like, yeah, do it no, or it's, else? Like a, it's like a job. Um, oh yeah. She like collects items. Um, hmm. usually kind of, um, things of interest kind of, uh, uh, I do jobs for a few different people, um, but uh, yeah, this is more um, something she's much more interested in. Yeah, I guess, I don't know, knickknackies, magic items, weird <laughs> things, things that I guess would be not owned by other people. I've also well, hunted some beasts for mount for another guy. Um, do that a lot. Sometimes I, uh, you know, and I, I twirl it. I like quickly draw a dagger and twirl it and like do a little stabby stab motion. Sometimes I do some of that, but um, <laughs> this is pretty, pretty fine. Uh, I think, you know, some of it is for troubling, collection. But... Some of it's for... Um, you know, profit. I think some of these things might be valuable. Well, uh, right. I mean, if we find at all what you're looking for, that's another plus. Uh, but it kind of sounds like the what we've arrived to is going into the grove to try to, you know, start making your way towards the center, see if we can't stop by the monastery, see which of Rubo's items we can't find. Uh, Damien, I'm, other than following up with the monastery, I don't suppose you have any other business in the grove, right? Oh, no, I'm just trying to see it. Well, I mean, now's as good of time as any. I don't... I personally don't want to stick around in town for much longer. Um, there are... Mm, I did not set the town hall on fire, but... And before you can finish that thought, Ethan walks through the door um, and a cacophony of shouts and and screams (laughs) echo through the tavern door as Ethan looks immediately to you and goes, you might want to get out of here. Things are getting real dicey. Mm. I I was just discussing how it's probably best we leave town pretty quickly um but uh congratulations on the new mayor whoever it may be uh i i don't want them to go too hard on um on bert whatever the fuck but you know maybe a little bit of extreme public humiliation for the and shame for the rest of his days and being known as a greedy and insufferable man i think that could suffice or like nothing too playful spanking I, know too I think many. everyone's a little to conservative for that. Yeah, I know uh, too many people that are into that. Not Ernie. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, congratulations. If we ever blow through again, hopefully by that time, 
um, I don't think anybody but you and maybe the mayor are going to know that that was me. Uh, maybe a few others will guess. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to we're going to head out. Do you have a back door we can slip through? <laughs> Chatwin, what the hell did you do? I incited the people to rise up against the mayor through exposing of through the exposing of certain truths that he was trying to cover up. I I did nothing. I I didn't really do anything wrong. I just made a few bad things about this man clear. You, you and in, they're you, doing it not. You intentionally incited a riot. I delivered information to them. What they do with it is their business. Oh fuck! Just get your. Things. I gave him. I gave him the opportunity to make the right decision, and he blatantly refused to. Whatever happens to him from here on out is his own fault. I stand by my decisions. Damien, <laughs> don't, I gave don't him blame her for everything, Damien. I did help. Oh, Rubo was a very good help. Just get your things. Let's let's head yep. towards the grove, please. Hey, hey, Ethan, <laughs> real quick before we go. The girl yeah. that works at normally by the door, what was her name? Linda. Linda. Uh, and I'll pull out those ruby earrings. Um, and oh, say, my God. And I'll say, can you give these to her and say that I'm very sorry, but I have to leave on short notice? He kind of raises an eyebrow, looks closer. Eyebrows go even higher. Sure, dude, whatever. Uh, and then ducks over to past the bar where the back door or where the door to the kitchen is. Kind of gestures to it with his head and is like, my lady. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, everyone, let's go. Let's go. Get your stuff. Let's go. Thank you, Ethan. Let's go. <laughs> Anytime. Rubo's still sitting there for a second. <sighs> she picks up his coffee, finishes it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as you all shuffle out the back door, roll me quick stealth checks, please. Oh, God. <laughs> First one's a natural 20, but I have disadvantage because of my heavy armor. Jesus Christ. Damn. Okay, that's still very good, actually. Not one. Uh, Oh, no. That's a 17 for me. I was doing too well for too long. (laughs) And I got a six. All right. You guys sort of file into the kitchen to make your way out. And as you do, uh, you guys hear the front door of the bed and breakfast swing open and a booming, angry voice go, you, where is she? I know she's staying here. Where did she go? <laughs> and as soon as you hear that chat, when you, you trip over um, a, a stack of dirty pots, that have been laid by the sink. Oh, and, shit. <laughs> and you you hear Ethan go, Sir, you can't go back there. I'm the mayor. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> can I, the moment he burst through the kitchen door, um, stick out my tongue at him, flip him off and go like, nah, and then use Mage Hand to pull his shirt over his head and run? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Damien's also going to stand right at the door as he as he like starts to come in. Just this big, towering man in armor, hammer in one hand, shield in the other. Just wait for him to come through the door. Oh shit! You fucking murder him. <laughs> and as he bursts through the door, um, he takes one look at you, stops, kind of, um. Straightens out his coat, looks over your shoulder at Chatwin and just goes, Good morning, sir. Um, if you could just move aside, please. I, I believe I heard the owner of the establishment, you know, the establishment that he built and that he, he runs to produce coins for yourself, um, said you're not allowed back here. I'm going to ask you to please turn around and leave. 
Make an intimidation check. I am proficient <laughs> in those. <laughs> Let's see. I'm not very charismatic, but I am proficient. So it's a plus three with a 14, 17. Ooh, baby. Uh, yeah, he kind of just, uh, once again, plays with, like, the lapels of his suit jacket, and is like, right, um, I will leave, but, and he kind of looks over your shoulder, just as it's like, he's about to say, you and I are gonna have words, lady, uh, but your mage hand swings over Damien's shoulder and pulls up his shirt. <laughs> I and run. He starts st- struggling with it. He's like, Chatwin, really? <laughs> Look, sir, me and you don't have any problems. Obviously, you and the lady have problems. But what I am going to tell you is if your people are pissed off, you might want to try and find a way to appease them. Now, you have a nice, wonderful day after you walk out of the kitchen. <laughs> Very calm and composed the whole time. Like, I'm out the back door. Chat with God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you watch as he pulls down the tunic that was under his suit jacket, kind of straightens himself out, and just he opens his mouth to say something, but for the first time since you've seen him, he shuts it. Oh. Just glares at you. It turns around and walks out of the kitchen. And that's where I'm going to end it for tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. It went so, it all went so much better than I could have imagined, guys. I, I was, I was prepared <laughs> to get real crazy on this guy. And then I was like, and then Damien did it. Like, so I was like, all right, we're good. <laughs> I was prepared to get real scary with him. But instead, I went the shitty teenager route of yeah. and running away. Yeah, and that's the next thing that I'm going to be saying to you is, do you really have to act like a child like this? I know you're older. Yeah. Uh, Damien with his new band of kids. You should have wedgied him. Look, look, Chatwin has the brain cell a lot of the time, but sometimes mm-hmm. she does hand it off. <laughs> She she well, leases the brain cell. More or less literally. Yeah. And sometimes Santhavek steals it. Like yeah. now to say thank you all everyone for listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to follow us on social media and get a little more of our craziness, uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All Chronicles of Kriath Pod. All one word, all lowercase. Hopefully you will join us next time for us making our way to the Monastery of Morikyo's Minions, or Triple M for short. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, guys, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.